0: Hello, gorgeous. Tell him, tell him that Barbara Streisand is turning eighty, and don't whisper she's an egot. She's got an Emmy and a Grammy and an Oscar and a Tony. You should look at her awards picture for yourself. Kanye, welcome to the Doctor Zeus film. Podcast Tonight, we are honoring someone who's going to turn 80 in a couple of hours. But East Coast time, she's already 80. That's Barbara Drone Streisand. Now, yeah, you're probably thinking, why Barbara? Well, why not? She's a director. She's a singer. She's an actress. And if you fuck with her, well, huh. Mike Wallace knows what happened right there. Mike Wallace made her cry. But, you know, um... She got the last laugh, if you think about it, because she's still alive. And well, yeah. In t- 1984, the Hollywood Foreign Press gave Barbara not only Best Picture for Yentl, but the Best Director Golden Globe. The Oscars didn't follow, but you know, the Hollywood Foreign Press are an interesting group of people.
1: Picture are- Bruce Berriford for Tender Mercies. Ingmar Bergman, Fanny and Alexander. James L. Brooks for Terms of Endearment. Mike Nichols, Silkwood. Barbara Streisand for Yentl. Peter Yates for The Dresser. The winner is Barbara Streisand. Gosh, this is really, really thrilling, because I really did not expect this, believe me. Um... Mm. well this mm. gosh directing um, for me was a total experience Um, it calls on everything you've ever seen or felt or known or heard it was really the highlight of my life my professional life. Um, this award um, is very meaningful to me. I'm very proud because it also represents, um, I hope, new opportunities for so many talented women. try to make their dreams become realities, as I did. Thank you very much to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and to all of you.
0: So, Barbara Streisand was encouraged by the late William Wyler, who directed her in Funny Girl, which she won an Academy Award, to be a director. So it happened, and I think he died right before she started production on Yentl. And so I thought, let's talk about Barbara. You know, Barbara Streisand, first of all, she's from Brooklyn, New York. Never forgot where she came from. Didn't shed the accent. Never got the nose done. That's, That's some authenticity right there. And she went to school. Wait for it. She was in choir with, we're coming to America you know who that is neil neil diamond they went to school together i don't know if they had a passionate affair this is the dr zeus film podcast not oprah (sighs) and um but yeah i thought you know let's have a little fun let's talk about the girl from brooklyn and yes that infamous mike wallace interview and um how she wanted to direct she wanted to control the piece. And he's and he's like, You would love to control this piece. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? I don't trust you. Woo! She didn't trust him. Okay. Now, of course, we know about Barbara the singer. People, people who need other people. Happy days are here again. Well, you know we were all seeing that on January. Of night of two two thousand and twenty one because it was a new administration, but I digress. She became—I mean, she she always said she saw herself as an actress that sang. First film was Funny Girl, playing Fanny Bryce, followed by Hello Dolly, On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, The Owl and the Pussycat, What's Up Doc, Up the Sandbox. The Way We Were, For Pete's Sake, Funny Lady, A Star Is Born, The Main Event, All Night Long, Yantle, Nuts, The Prince of Toids, The Mirror Has Two Faces, Meet the Falkers, Little Falkers, and The Guilt Trip. She hasn't done a film since 2012, so 10 years. Barbara, can you hear us? (laughs) Her first television special was in 1965, My Name is Barbara, Followed by Color Me, Barbara. The Bell of 14th Street. A Happening in Central Park. Barbara Streisand and the other musical instruments. Funny Girl to Funny Lady. Barbara, Within One More Look at You. Getting in shape for the main event. A film is born. The making of Yentl. Putting It Together. The making of the Broadway album. One Voice. Barbara Streisand, The Concert. You know, when she returned. Barbara Streisand, Timeless. Streisand live in concert. Barbara Streisand one night only at the Village Vanguard. Barbara Streisand back to Brooklyn. I'm sorry, back to Brooklyn. The music, the memories, the magic. Oh, it was a Netflix special. See, she hasn't toured very much because she had really intense stage fright. So the first one was in an evening with Barbara Streisand in 1966. And then the next one was in 1993 to 1994, the Barbara Streisand in concert, followed by Timeless, Streisand, Barbara Live, Barbara the Music, the Memories, the Magic of Yanto. God, she's done so many albums. If you think about it, Kanye West, Barbara has the hard wire that you want. The hardware, I'm sorry. She's got a Grammy, she's got an Emmy, she's got a Tony, she's got an Oscar. And she won Album of the Year. Let that sink in, okay? Um, But she didn't win Record of the Year, and I remember one year when she didn't show up to the Grammys to sing Tell Him with Celine Dion. I love what Bette Midler Midler was like. The next award is for Record of the Year. You can take your Night Quill now, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, cuz Barbara's never won record of the year. She won song of Well, actually no, she didn't cuz she didn't went right the way we were. She wrote uh Eva. Yes, uh! Yeah. But um yeah, let's 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 watch a little of uh I mean the Mike Wallace interview is infamous. Oh my god, it's infamous. And um yeah, here we go. It's a little bit of it. So
1: frightened. Now so many years later, I understand. What do you understand? It's like going going out after being in the business thirty years. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's ready to say she's going downhill or her career's over or they want it to be over. Not the public, mind you. So you're frightened. I think, well, what if I go out there and they go, well, she's not as good as she used to be.
0: Oh yeah, Barbara. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Babs. It's pretty good.
1: this earth. My estimation was to Mhm. I'm sure that's true. you don't do enough singing. I have made 45 albums.
0: You sing I always in feel concert. like it's never enough.
1: You won't sing in concert. You didn't sing. This disappointed me in prince of tides. Why were you waiting for me to sing? Because that's who you are first to me. I know you That's want to be an That's how I began. I didn't want to bring the attention to Barbara Streisand, the singer. It's exactly the reason I didn't sing. Where she wants attention now is on Barbara Streisand, the director. Two feet and four frames? Two feet and four frames? Mm-hmm. It's 1.30 in the morning. There's one last edit before she says goodnight. Good night, yeah. Good night sweetie. You. See you tomorrow. Okay. The kid from Brooklyn The youngster from Third Avenue has realized almost all her wildest dreams. Hey, I like this. This is very good. Can you go wherever I go? You know, like in the olden days, Marlene Dietrich and all those, you know, real movie stars, and they would have a light that would follow them around the whole stage in the good old days. Amen.
0: That is the infamous 60 minutes, 60 swinging minutes interview. And so, I thought. 30-something years later, we would revisit that. Barbara, are you ready? Yeah, but what is this about? This, the Mike Wallace interview, why did he treat you like that? Well, he's a slow learner. Really? But he, you and him were sparring about psychoanalysis. Yeah, and let me finish, please. So, we were sparring about psychoanalysis. You know, Mike is sweet, and he's dead, He's dead. He's not just dead to me, but he's dead. Um, I wanted to be a director. I wanted to be a director ever since I took that little hot water bottle because I didn't have a doll and we didn't have couches. And I just set them up and I said, okay, the cowboy's going to shoot you. The hot water bottle popped, okay? So that was my first pain as a director. Thank you, Barbara. So can we talk to Carrie Fisher about you? Oh, oh, Carrie is sweet. She is a script doctor. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So, Carrie Fisher, tell us. A, I mean, you were, you were singing Streisand in your documentary with your mother. Well, you must understand that I came from a family of singers. My mother, Debbie Reynolds, was a singer. My father, Eddie Fisher, was also a singer. So the fact that I inherited this, this plethora of gifts. And so we wanted to talk to you about Barbara. Because Barbara, talking about Barbara is just weird. You know, yeah, it is. Barbara is, first of all, she made me want to direct. But then I realized postcards from the Edge Carry... You're a writer, damn it. And Barbara I said to Barbara, I said Babs, sweetie, you can direct alright. You know, I sometimes like to believe that I have a little Brooklyn in me too, because I'm half chew. And um yeah. And what does that have to do with it? You know, Barbara and I have um well, we have an interesting tale. You know, my father was Eddie Fisher who married Elizabeth Taylor and look what happened. Barbara's father died young. And so that's what tell him is all about. But she didn't write tell him. No, sweetie, but she could have. You know what I mean? She could have. I heard that you and Barbara got stoned once. Um Barbara doesn't like to really smoke anymore. And so I said, you know, Barbara Um, let's have some I I made her some brownies And she was like Carrie, these brownies taste funny And next thing you know She was knitting for 15 hours And what did did James Brolin say about this? Oh sweetie, James was stoned too He He just wanted to go and dye his hair And then he started dyeing his chest hair And it went to shit Carrie, what did you give them? I just put a little hash in a brownie. I cooked it up so wonderfully. And it was a tell-him moment. This happened in the late 90s. When Barbara and James were together. And then they got married and, you know. Yeah, we know. Do you think as a director, is she going to continue? Honey, I've been dead since 2016. You're asking the wrong person. The stars are aligned. And what about your your the woman who played your mother? Oh, Shirley! Tomorrow, Shirley is gonna be eighty-eight. I am so happy for her. I truly am. Her and Barbara are gonna party, and you know, Cheryl she loves pot brownies. So I'm hoping that she carries on the tradition and goes to Barbara and says, Barbara, let's get fucked up. You're you're turning 80, honey. Okay. Thank you, Carrie Fisher. And so 80 years of Barbara Streisand. Yes, I know. Some people think she's a gay icon. She is. But then a lot of straight people like her, too. A lot of transgendered people like her. A lot of non-binary A lot of questioning. Uh, Everyone likes her. So to say that one group of people likes Barbara even more really doesn't make any sense. Bill Maher likes Barbara. Bill's not gay. He's not. Trust me, he's not. (sighs) So we're going to cap it off. Because, you know, that one moment, I was hoping another Oscar tie was going to happen. And it didn't. And maybe that's just as well. It's just as well that that acting category, that will never happen again. We would all love for it to happen again. Wouldn't we, Mike Wallace? You would love to control this piece. Oh, are you kidding me? I don't trust you. (laughs) <laughs> and so let's revisit that magical moment when Ingrid Bergman was told by Pricewaterhouse read the entire thing carefully there they are the best actresses of 1968 Catherine Hepburn in the line in winter Patricia Neal for the subject was Roses, Vanessa Redgrave for Isadora, Barbara Streisand, Fanny Girl, Joanne Woodward for Rachel, Rachel. The winner, it's a tie. The winners are Catherine Hapworth in Lion in the Winter and Barbara Streisand. This is Anthony
1: Harvey who is accepting the award for Catherine Hepburn.
0: Thank you very much. When I asked Ms. Hepburn uh, what she thought when she'd broken the records for uh, winning the, uh, breaking the records for nominations, she said, I suppose if I've lived as long as I have, anything can happen. And I'm absolutely thrilled that it has happened. Thank you very much. Oh.
1: Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> well, I'm very honored to be in such magnificent company as Catherine Hepburn. And... Um, Gee whiz it's kind of a wild feeling um, sitting there tonight, I was thinking that um, the first script of Funny Girl was written when I was uh, only eleven years old, and um, thank God it took so long to get it right you know? so i would uh, I would like to thank my my, um, co-producer Ray Stark for waiting till I grew up, and, uh, Julie Stein and Bob Mell for giving me such a great score to sing, and Isabel Leonard for writing such a terrific character, and, uh, all the Hollywood people, uh, who made our show into a, a movie, uh, Herb Ross and my dear Harry Stradling, who I haven't let go since, and, um, My dear friend and director William Wyler. Uh, Well, it's like um, (laughs) somebody once said to me, uh, asked me if I was happy, and I, uh, I said, "Are you kidding? I'd be miserable if I was happy." And uh, I'd like to thank all the members of of the Academy for uh, making me really miserable.
0: that was the infamous tie did Catherine hepburn show up never miss hepburn tell us about that night well i was watching it on the television and anthony winked and said what if you win i said anthony i never show the fuck up well miss hepburn well it's a you need to understand I was raised in a family that taught me not to be selfish. And so I decided long ago never to walk in Oscar's shadow. And um I only showed up to give my friend Lawrence Weingarten an Oscar. And when I won. ...my fourth Oscar... ...in two... ...in 1982... ...I said to Jane Fonda... ...all right... ...aerobics queen... ...you'll never catch me now... ...and Barbara in The Afterlife... ...what would you like to say... ...I mean sorry Catherine... ...to Barbara Catherine... ...I would like to say... ...Barbara... ...bitch... You un. You are the example of a person whose talent makes people angry because you are fabulous. And I am so happy to be in your company. But remember they called my name first. And Barbara Rebuttal? Mm. Hello, gorgeous. Well, Katharine Hepburn really is a legend. And she is right. They called her name first. They did. And so I I accept that. that. You need to understand, I'm not always turned on to diva him. What I do is when an opportunity presents itself, such as that or such as when the studio told me to get my nose done, I said, fuck him what about when they talk to you about not having sex with um, Omar Sharif? Oh, gorgeous. You know, couldn't help myself. He's gorgeous, and I just kind of slipped and fell and landed somewhere that we can't talk about. I heard that you were going to write a book about that. Mm, I was. I was. But, you know, I'm a me-skite from Brooklyn. And... You know, I've learned not to kiss and tell. Thank you, Barbara. Yeah, the Doctor Zeus film podcast is really like butter. It really is. And I've enjoyed every moment of this. I feel like I'm, I'm getting slammed by the Pudding Society. You know what I mean? So yeah. And uh, one more thing, Barbara. What is your favorite curse word? Mm. Hello, fucking gorgeous. And Barbara Oh I've already done this before but I'll do it with you It's cute What is your favorite noise? Mm. The sound of two pigs Oinking <sniffs> mm. And what Job or profession would you not like To attempt? I wouldn't want to be president of the United States Because that's a big fuck over. And what, And what Job other than your own would you like To attempt? I'd like to be a candy striper Bake that pudding and fudge. What sound or noise do you not like? Mm. Sarah Palin's voice. And finally, if heaven exists. Oh, it does, because I'm here. Um, what? If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say at the pearly gates? Mm. Well, I'd like first for her to say that um, Charlton Heston is in hell He's not there And your parents are here Welcome gorgeous And Catherine Hepburn With her Oscar Your students Hi Barbara I'm like a first year comedy student And I want to know The Owl and the Pushy Cat What does that mean to you? Mm. You know At first I thought it was a bargain bin movie But then, you know, it turned out to be fabulous. Hi, Barbara. I am a fifth-year acting student, and I'd like to know... Yentl, Papa, can you hear me? Mm. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you tell this student to shut the fuck up? Thank you, Barbara. Don't mention it. Hi, Barbara. I'd like to know, are you ever going to do a duet with Eminem? Mmm. You know, that would be fascinating. I gave him his Oscar. Mmm. So, yeah. I have a lot of respect for him. I really do. I don't always like the words that he chooses. You know, and we had a talk about that at Elton John's house. You had dinner with Elton John and Eminem? Oh, yeah. Oh, you you had to be there. They compared the Grammys. It was a sight to be seen, okay? Thank you, Barbara Streisand. You're welcome. The Dr. Seuss Film Podcast is not only for 80-year-olds like me, but it's, I mean, you can listen if you're 15 to, to 92, you know what I mean? And so... I, I wanted to um, just really highlight these eighty years and what they mean to me. It is—it is just, um, yeah, it, it really is fabulous. What do you think? I mean, uh, you and Neil Diamond were really good, are really good friends. How's he doing? Neil's doing good. He doesn't really like retirement, but who would? Has he been to your mall? Mm. Even the rats that live there love the mall. Having a mall underneath your house is the own magical place. I don't have to go to Amazon. But sometimes, though, if I run out of shit, I have to order. Mm. And I heard you have a lot of couches. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of couches. Do you ever have couch surfing? Hmm, that's funny. Very hippie. You know, during the 60s, I tried to be a hippie for like two days. And I just, I had to shave. You know what I mean? Didn't work. I'm all for women's lip. Okay. But no. Did you ever go to Berkeley? Oh, I went to the Bay Area a lot. My mother says that she saw you once on the freeway. Yeah. I was probably driving fast, it was the 70s. And so, Barbara, tell him. Mm, yeah. Tell him. Good night. Thank you, Barbara. You can take your night quill now. Mm. Hello, night quill. And that, that's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. Good night.